This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today on Watching Your Wealth, trends in luxury travel. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, while you learn all you need to know about building wealth and protecting your money. Clara Glovcheska is executive travel editor at Town & Country Magazine. Welcome, Clara. How are you? Doing well, thank you. I pronounced my name right. I can't believe it. <laughs> I try. I try. Well, it's a very cool name. So, Clara, <laughs> Europe is often a hot destination to travel in, to the, in the summer. Tell us a little bit more more about why sure it's especially uh good this summer i'd say uh because there's still there's still time to get bookings uh you know now it's very late to book travel to europe but i feel not this year and there's a number of reasons for that one um, the unfortunate attacks in london um france has been slightly depressed in terms of travelers for about a year because of the incidents in nice last year so you can really get into places that you might have had a hard time getting into now, and prices tend to be just a little bit lower. Uh, also, I think Americans tend to go where they really liked, and I feel that President Trump's recent uh, pronouncements in Europe may have sort of depressed that slightly. So actually, it's a it's a really great time to go, which is why in the uh, issue on newsstand, the town and country issue on newsstand now, which is the June-July issue, issue. We did a special uh, pull-out booklet on travel to the Mediterranean. Well, I was going to say, what are some of the highlights in the Mediterranean right now that you're looking at? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, the Mediterranean is really where travel started, right? We're all obsessed with the beaches, with the history, with Greek temples. So um, we what we looked at was the were the classic places, the places that essentially, you know, sent people traveling in the 1950s and how are they now? We chose the places that are as glamorous and irresistible now as they were then, the places that weren't really ruined by mass tourism, which certain places in the Med have been. So we, we uh, give you sort of an insider's guide to Central Pit, to Cap Ferrat, Antibes, Monte Carlo, uh, Taormina in Sicily, which is just glorious. Uh, Portofino, Amalfi Coast. I mean, it's all these incredibly resonant, resonant names, and they still have wonderful, iconic hotels. They have wonderful restaurants and beaches, and sort of the European good life. And I think that there's really no better time to enjoy that than the summer. So I have to ask: Do you get to go to all these places, Clara, as part of your job? <laughs> I go to some, I send others. But yes, wow. it's a really it's really tough work that I have, it's you know, but someone's really, got to do it, as to say. I'm sure <laughs> that's such a sacrifice. So jealous. Um, so luxury travelers are also seeking out nature-filled destinations. Tell us some of the places they're going and what they're doing. Sure. I mean, this is a huge trend. It maybe has to do with our sort of increasingly urbanized existence. But I think travelers, especially travelers with means, really want to go to sort of they really want to get out there, you know, have these sort of up close, extreme encounters, if you will, even with with, with some untamed nature. Uh, 
the uh, poles are one huge destination, the Arctic Circle and the Antarctic. Uh, also places like Iceland and Greenland are ex extremely popular now. People one are interested because they want to see if there are any is any you know hints of the what's happening with the climate with climate change. Um, but also it's just this incredible pristine beauty there. You know you're the silent world of white and the occasional calving of glaciers and whales breaching. I mean, it's, it's spectacular. I myself have never been. I've just commissioned articles and I've read, but it's absolutely at the, at the top of my bucket list. And there are many cruise lines now that have specially outfitted expedition ships going out there. So you're really spoiled for choice. And there are also some companies, for instance, like GeoX, that is taking, who are taking it a step further. So you're not just on a cruise ship along the edges of, say, the Antarctic. You're actually hiking inland. Sounds very. So it's very, it's very tough. It's very dramatic. Yes. Very special. Very unique. Very Instagram worthy. What about Africa? You know, what's new in traveling to Africa? Yeah, Africa is an, is another example of that. There's a huge boom in African tourism. Every time I go to Africa quite frequently, I go to conferences there, and I'm just stunned by the number of new safari lodges everywhere, in all in all parts of Africa. Um, and and there's a couple of reasons for that. One, Africa has stopped being sort of a once in a lifetime trip. You know, it used to be the kind of place where you saved up your whole life and then you did it. You went on safari, but now people are going on safari once, then a second time, then a third time, then a fourth time. It, it has become part of, of normal travel as opposed to this once-in-a-lifetime, barely attainable experience. And also, uh, interestingly, um, Africa is increasingly perceived as safe, very, very safe, especially because of what's going on in the rest of the world. There is not going to wood, no ISIS in sub-Saharan Africa. Africa. Uh, Ebola was a blip. It was horrible, but it's over. And travelers forget really quickly. And they're, they're right back in there. I was, for instance, uh, in Johannesburg uh, last year. I was staying at the Four Seasons Westcliff, which is sort of my, my go-to hotel in Johannesburg. I love it. And the general manager was telling me that uh, a Chinese, he just gotten a huge booking from a a sort of high-end Chinese group, tour group, they had canceled uh, a trip to France because they thought it was unsafe, and they instead booked Johannesburg, which if you've ever been to Johannesburg in the last five years, it's just a stunning thing to hear because Johannesburg was for years considered one of probably the most dangerous places in Africa, if not the world. Wow. And and now wow. it's, it's back, and the tour groups canceling Paris to come there. So that's that. That's perhaps an extreme example, but that but it's a real trend, actually. Another trend you said is the trend of people giving back on vacation. Tell us about that one. Yes, absolutely. You know, high end travelers now don't want to just have bragging rights. They also want to sort of have an impact on the world. One tour operator told me that they want to save the world and have a great time, mm -hmm. which pretty much says it all. <laughs> all um <laughs> right what could be better so they want to have a real they want to you know enjoy a trip but also have a real role in conservation or in social upliftment projects and there are more and more companies now and organizations that are are, are making that possible for them you know that have found ways to ensure you know responsible honest giving back to the communities where you travel to for instance i was um when I was in South Africa a month ago, I, I went with one such company. They're called Utan 
Redondo, uh, based in Cape Town. And what they do is they work with um, communities in the townships around Cape Town, and, and I believe around Johannesburg as well, to um, uh, help communities in whatever they need. And we went to tour a after-school program that they partially fund through uh, money raised um, from tourism, from tourist groups that they take there to see what's going on. And it was an amazing thing. So there were these kids in these school buildings. And the idea is that to, to give kids something to do, keep them off the streets while their parents are at work, like between three when school is out and seven when the parents come home, keep the kids out of trouble, right? We all want that. And it's particularly important in South African townships. So they teach them dance, they teach them painting, they teach them English. And the kids in one classroom did a performance for us of a dance that they were studying except there was no music. So the teacher told, told us, you know, the, the boombox had broken about two months ago. They couldn't afford a new one. And so the kids were vocalizing. They were, so they were once dancing and uttering rhythms to d all dance to the same beat. And it was just an extraordinary mm -hmm. thing. And we all we were there, five of us, looking at this. And we said, we just have to buy them this boombox. And we all went home and went on Utando's website. And now this, it costs like $75. But we, you know, it's like it's a small thing, but it's really real. And I think people love that when they travel. I did. I, I love that trend. I think it's a fantastic trend about giving back. Clara, we need to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'd love for you to take our fun travel quiz. This message comes from Viking committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Follow the Wall Street Journal on your favorite podcast app. Search WSJ on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and any Amazon Alexa device. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from The Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with Town & Country's Clara Glovcheska, who's going to take our fun travel quiz. Clara, you ready? I'm ready. All right, what's the best travel advice you ever heard? Best travel advice. Uh, where is the equipment? This is a question that you should pose to uh, the people at the airline counter if the plane is late. And what it means is that you're not kidding around. Uh, you know that very often the uh, reason for delay is that the plane simply has hasn't even landed. It's actually hasn't even taken off in the previous destination. If you ask where's the equipment, they know to answer you seriously. And I've used that. Oh, that's a good one. Worst <laughs> travel advice you ever heard. So I've actually never had bad advice, I have to tell you. I've, I've been editing travel for almost 27 years, so I sort of know who to call. Well, I and, hope... Uh, <laughs> any advice we should avoid that, you know, that you've heard out there that perhaps the, the average folks may not. Let's see. Uh, to never go someplace off season, uh, like really off season. I have found the best trips I've had were in seriously off season. For instance, I was just in China in mid February, and people are rolling their eyes. They're saying, "You're kidding me! It's it's going to be horrible, cold, smoggy, rainy, dreadful." And it was it was wonderful, and there were absolutely no tourists. There are no Chinese tourists at the Forbidden City in Beijing. I had the place to myself. Oh, that yeah, sounds I had fantastic. So yes. Less crowds. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Travel can buy. Oh, my gosh. So many things. Uh, excitement, insight, fun, happiness. 
<laughs> travel can't buy. I thought long and hard about this one. I think the only thing travel can buy is love. Oh, and if you won a million dollars after tax, where would you travel to? I would take my family on a uh, around-the-world blowout trip, around the world. That sounds incredible. Thank you so much for joining us, Clara. Thank you. Thank you, Veronica. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.